theory of spiral dynamics is much talked about, but often this theory is misapplied and misunderstood. And when we misapply this theory, we fall into certain common traps. So I want to share with you today the traps that you may be falling into after you've learned spiral dynamics. And I'm going to show you solutions to these traps so that this framework helps you in your self-transformation rather than hindering you. Welcome to the Grey Updraft. You're here with Ross. I make weekly videos for self-transformation, so please subscribe for the latest videos. So here I won't be teaching the theory of spiral dynamics. I've actually got about a dozen articles on my website that explain the theory in detail. Here we're just going to focus on the traps that come or the potential traps that come when you learn this theory. And the first trap and the last ones are the ones that you probably, the, the first one and the last one are the ones that you probably want to hear less. They're the most controversial ones. And they may be controversial, but they're controversial because they are common traps that people fall into and they, they miss that. And it, if you can admit to yourself that you're falling into these traps, then wow, that's going to be a huge step in the right direction. So let's get straight into trap number one uh, when it comes to spiral dynamics. This one is judging other people. And I know about this trap because I've fallen into it. And actually the, the first sort of year or two after I'd learned spiral dynamics and I was getting into all this developmental psychology stuff, it became sort of a mechanism to judge other people. So what am I talking about here? I'm talking about things like He's so stage orange. He's so naive because he thinks money will make him happy. Look at him with his Rolls Royce and his mansion and his fancy suit and his fancy watch. He's so naive and he's so stupid because he thinks that that's actually going to make him happy. Or it could be something like, she's so green. She's so stage green. She, she's so sensitive. She's a political activist. She's so bitchy. She's so politically correct. She hates white men etc 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 so what you're basically doing is you're labeling people and you're using the features of that stage to judge that person and to to put them down and to basically ostracize them and even i'm be careful this is a warning before i say this i'm not saying this to single out this person or to say that they have nothing to offer and that they're only doing this because it's not true but who am I talking about? Ken Wilber. Ken Wilber falls into this trap. And I'm going to say it right now. It might anger people. But <laughs> Ken Wilber has an enormous allergy to stage green. He often calls it postmodern or he calls it green. And in a lot of his podcasts and in his books, he actually wrote an entire book called Boomeritis about green. And in there, you can really see a lot of his green allergy. He really sets a, a poor example uh, when it comes to really appreciating the gifts of stage green, for example, and sometimes of other levels too. And I'm not saying Ken doesn't integrate stage green at all, but what he does is he, he sort of normalizes the judgment and ostracization of stage green. And I don't, I really don't think he's setting a good example there. And yeah, I'm not doing this to, to pick on Ken Wilber because it's a universal experience. I mean, we are judgmental animals. We are, we compare ourselves with other people and we, yeah, we, we can't help but try and make ourselves feel superior to others regardless of whatever, whatever means we use to do that. But it's just to show you that it's ubiquitous. And even someone like Ken Wilber, who's written 
I don't know, 20 books and he is famous and he's been called the Einstein of consciousness. He falls into it and he falls into it, you know, in a very obvious way, actually, in the public. In public, he falls into it. Basically, the, po- the, the problem with this judgment is that you're, you're, you're actually not doing anything particularly smart. You're not doing anything particularly wise by judging other people. You're basically, what you're doing is you're using a psychological framework that describes the levels of complexity in human beings. And you're, you're using that as a, as a screen to judge other people. And you're using it as a, a way to make yourself feel superior to them and to point out all their, their bad points. And then you're, you've got this nice handy theory that puts you above other people and ha- it gives you sort of a rationale. It gives you a, a solid rationale behind all your judgment. Isn't that just what the what our sense of identity does? It does whatever it can to, to bolster itself. And well, there's a couple of points here. One is that you're distracting yourself. You're distracting yourself from yourself. That's what you're doing. Whenever, whenever you judge other people, it doesn't matter what grounds you have for that. I'm not saying that we can't uh, make moral uh, decisions and we can't put one behavior above the other. But when it comes to self-transformation, when it comes to taking responsibility for our personal growth, and really trying to optimize it. Um, judging other people is never a good idea because it's, whenever you're judging someone else, you're not looking at yourself at that, at that moment in time. And it's really easy to judge others, especially when you have sort of a, a nice theoretical framework to, to back it up. And also, you're also likely judging other people for their level or the level that they are showing in that particular moment because you've not fully integrated that level in yourself. And if you'd A, fully integrated it and B, understood, really understood, like even a, in a historical sense, but also in a personal sense, just how important that level is to your well-being, you wouldn't judge other people because you realize that they are living out that level because they need to live it out. and you're you're projecting your own uh, inner bullshit on other people essentially so what's the solution here the solution is to focus on yourself you know whenever you <laughs> whenever you see whenever you have the temptation to to say oh that person's orange that person's green that person's blue that person's a naive <laughs> stage green whatever just you know just stop just stop and say how can I turn this back on myself and how can I see that really it has nothing to do with that person it's all I'm the one judging them good question to ask yourself also use these allergies use your use these patterns that come up in terms of your judgments to actually again turn it back on yourself and to guide your growth and integration as I said if you're judging a stage in someone else you're likely judging it in yourself as well and you're you're you've not fully integrated that stage. So what you can do is you can use those allergies and say, where's where's this? What's what what's the lesson I'm missing there? And where in my life, like practically, am I really missing out the the wisdom and the the practicality of what that stage has to offer? And you can also you can also even if you see these stages in our people and you can see their dysfunction, the dysfunction it causes in other people, because that's a big aspect of these stages, is that uh, when taken to their extreme, 
or just when lived out with no consideration of the other stages, they can bring dysfunction. You can actually use that to, again, to learn about yourself and to learn about just how growth and development works and how personal development works. Instead of practicing objectifying the other person, practice understanding and practice being empathetic. Even if you don't agree with the the views or their behavior, you know, use it as a as a way to gain insight and to to see that when you're judging or to look look for when you're judging and to to turn that back on yourself. Excellent. So I've taken the plaster right off with that one. <laughs> Let's get into number two. Number two is seeing the levels as disjoint steps. So often people talk about, especially when they pigeonhole groups of people or people, they, they sort of talk about them as if they're a, a sort of like a, just a, a, a separated series of, of steps that we, you know, we jump from one to the other and the, the previous one gets left behind and then we stay there for a while and then we jump on and we throw away what came before again. Really, the, the levels aren't like that and the spiral dynamics theory doesn't really help sometimes when it comes to this because spiral dynamics theory is very loaded with examples of people and groups and countries that occupy a certain level or they tend towards a certain level. And that's really good for getting you to understand the level itself. But really, the level and the person are separate. And actually, how we embody these levels, it's really like a series of downloads. You know, we, we come into this life, we download our beige, we download the basic survival and dependency on other people. Then we download purple in our early childhood. And then we go through into early adolescence and we start downloading blue and red and then once we get sort of to teenage or 20s that's when we download orange and it's a continual process of expansion it's not jumping it's expanding so it's it's really important for your own growth because it comes back to this thing about judging other people it's like if you realize yourself that you you haven't just jumped away from stage orange for example it's actually within you still it might be within you repressed and put down, but it's there, it, it, it's still there. Uh, what is true is that we do have a center of gravity. So we, we do have, you know, it, you can look at a person or you can look at yourself and say, right, I'm, I'm sort of operating that. This is like, this particular stage is the one I operate from most or that particular country operates from that stage most. And the, the rule of thumb that spiral dynamics gives is 25, 50, 25. So 50% of your behavior is governed by one stage and then the other half is governed by the two either side of it in equal measure. And that's a really good rule of thumb and it helps you to see that it's really not a jumping process. You can actually think of it as like a wave, you know, you've got like the crest of the wave, but also you've got the sides of the wave and even in a deeper sense, it's not like that. It's really like a, a spiral of expansion and that's what the spiral represents in spiral dynamics. So the solution to this is to, is to really, is to look inside first of all and to see that all these levels are still active in you. You know, you, all your beige needs are still there <laughs> and they've always really been there since the very beginning and you've kind of got used to them. 
and even all those even the, the v memes that you disagree with on a sort of ideological level or even just in a behavioral sense they're still there and they're even if you don't agree with them the the allergies that you have point to the fact that they're still there within you so yeah um this is a really important point because it can help you really integrate these levels and it changes how you see the model because the model is not saying we jump and we leave behind it's not it's saying that the ever expanding process of human growth is a process of including these levels and transcending and including each of these levels great let's now move on to trap number three and this is a similar one to this the previous trap this is bypassing earlier levels so the point here again is that we're we can move into let's say we move into stage green what can happen is we can start rejecting stage orange we can start saying oh look at the the capitalists look at the materialist people look at the the people who just want to earn money and gain a certain status in the society i've definitely been there what can happen is you basically create dysfunction in those earlier levels. As soon as you reject levels that you've been through yourself, you create dysfunction there and you're not you're not integrating them and you're not really seeing the lessons there. Um, think of it like layers, you know, think of it like uh, a soil profile. You know, if you've ever seen a soil profile, soil has, soil has many layers to it. And the top layers sit on top of the bottom ones and the, the bottom ones feed the top ones with nutrients, for example. And really the same thing is happening in human growth. You know, the, the higher levels that we sort of venerate and worship, they sit on top of the earlier levels. It's not like they're away in the clouds doing their own thing. No, the earlier levels are like their their guts. They're like the entrails of, of us. And <laughs> yeah it's it's especially important to remember this if you're still really integrating a lot of the first tier levels or if you're sort of centered in a first tier level is to not resist earlier levels and also not resist later levels That's, that could also be another trap the the solution to this is to actively revisit earlier levels and i talk about integrate and anticipate that's sort of the way i describe it is to one strategy is to look at when you're judging people and see where you're missing out and if it's a level that you've already passed through and you've maybe not integrated well well that's a a, a sign a, a signpost to to the work that you need to do on yourself and i find that life shows you, you know the life shows you life draws out of you the, the different behaviors and the different values that this model offers. It's not like you can just operate from one level successfully, especially not nowadays where we have very you know, multicultural, diverse societies and we have the internet. We're exposed to so many different V memes and our environment is calling us to use all of them. And yeah, just keep an eye out, you know, when, <laughs> Keep an eye out for life trying to show you that you need to integrate your earlier levels and that could happen even if you've done a lot of integration work great let's look at the fourth trap which is oversimplifying people and the world so what's going on here it's an oversimplification of 
uh, yeah, life basically. And <laughs> trying to fit everything into the spiral dynamics model and to pigeonhole people and to stick labels on everything with all these colors. Basically, what happens when we learn spiral dynamics, and this certainly happened for me, is it sort of brings like a new order. It brings a new, it's like a big, a big expansion. It's like, oh my goodness, I, I can't believe I didn't see this before. It's so obvious. I can't believe that there's these levels and that we're going through them collectively and individually. And wow, I can look at my personal history and I can see these levels. And wow, I look at other people and these levels are like jumping out at me. So the, the theory is, has a lot of explanatory power and it gives a sort of cohesion and clarity in a world of extreme diversity, uh, especially true again if you're exposed to the internet, if you live in like a, a multicultural country or city, it's like you're exposed to so many views, behaviours, political, um, political persuasions and so on. It's very confusing and this model comes along and offers you like a, <laughs> this powerful tool to, 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 to understand the world better. And that's amazing and I think that really peop more people could do with learning this theory and that's part of the reason that I spend a lot of time talking about spiral dynamics because I've experienced that transformation and I've experienced how it can change your view of yourself and the world. And it's amazing, and I think, yeah, the, this knowledge would really transform society if it were to become widespread. However, this can be seductive, and we, we sometimes, we, we just start reducing everything to these levels. It's like, you know, if I see a piece of news, uh, how can I reduce it to spiral dynamics? How can I, you know, how can I categorize every single sentence that someone says into the spiral dynamics levels? How can I categorize all of human history into these levels? How can I, how can I analyze a person as I'm speaking to them and put all these labels on them to understand them better? And yeah, if you're a hammer, everything is a nail. And when you have the spiral dynamics framework as your tool, you know, you, you start trying to poke it in all the holes that you can find and you start trying to like fix everything that is broken or ap apparently broken and it's it's easy to sort of get lost in online echo chambers of spiral dynamics enthusiasts as well so you you know people who use spiral dynamics to sort of talk about politics all the time and they you know everything everything is about these levels the pro is it's not necessarily an issue in the fact that a lot yeah a lot of the, it's a lot of this analysis is valid. The problem is that it can close you down. It can close your mind, and it can have you think that the only explanation possible are these levels. The the only possible way we can understand the world is through these levels, and it can actually have you close your mind to other explanations that they they don't talk about spiral dynamics but you're you use spiral dynamics as a way to reject them like science for example it's, there's an excellent scientific explanation for something and you th and you have like a big all orange allergy what you're going to say is ah it's just science it's it's um it's stage orange science you know stage orange is limited therefore that explanation is limited 
and really know that it's a datum, you know, it's a piece of information that you can use to understand the world. And if you're just sticking labels on everything and oversimplifying people in the world, yeah, you're going to close yourself down to that information. So the point is here is to, you know, it's biodynamics, use it as a framework, as a big picture framework for understanding knowledge, for understanding people's motivations, for understanding politics, for understanding the direction of history and so on. But, you know, don't just use it. Yeah, don't don't treat everything as a nail and you've got this hammer of biodynamics to, to hammer all the nails with. It's not like that. Keep an open mind and see how all the knowledge, all, you know, and everything that's happening fits into this framework but not in a dismissive way, in an inclusive way, and in a way that you're actually trying to understand what's going on. You're under trying to understand the other people in the, the world in a non-judgmental way. Great. We're going to get onto the most controversial trap, and this is a final trap. So this is trap five. Thinking that you are higher than you are. Thinking that you are higher than you are. What am I talking about here? Yeah, the ego and our sense of identity, it always wants to think it's better than other people. You know, it, it, <laughs> and we defend ourselves against criticism. We defend ourselves against people possibly having more knowledge than we can. How could they have more knowledge than we are? And when you learn spiodynamics, this just you use spiodynamics in the same way, and you say, "Oh, I, I've got these." stage L or stage turquoise characteristics or I've got stage green characteristics and that person's at stage orange and what you can do is you can end up basically thinking that you're higher than you are you you think that you're embodying levels that, that are higher than what you actually are and this is especially true if you're into personal growth because yeah, if you're into personal growth, you have a growth mindset, you're looking at your weak areas and where you can improve them, but you're also, you're also probably, you probably want to have a high opinion of yourself. That's, it's natural. And yeah, the spiral dynamics model, the spiral dynamics model offers like a very convenient way to think that you're higher than you are because of the fact that it talks about these levels emerging historically. It talks about these levels emerging in our personal history. It talks about how the best thing for humanity, and I'm not necessarily disagreeing with this, is for people to move up these levels and that human beings advance as we move up these levels. All of it offers a very convenient way to, to think that you're higher than you are and to 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 actually it offers you a motivation to do that because it, it makes you feel superior. It makes you feel like a person. It makes you think, it makes you feel like almost famous. It's like, I'm spiraled at, you know, I, I'm spiraled dynamic stage L and therefore I'm in the top 10% of the population. Therefore I'm special. And, you know, while you, while you might be okay, you might be at stage L, that's not the point. The point is that it can become like a screen. It can become a, a new identity it become a way for you not to look at your the parts of you that you don't want to look at and it can become a distraction for you it can also just bolster your ego and 
the actual you know bolstering your ego is not particularly stage L or stage turquoise or whatever high stage you might aspire to be at it's actually quite low um, and you're not transcending your sense of identity and <clears throat> it's wise to celebrate where we are it's wise to look back and realize oh my goodness I was being very dysfunctionally stage orange at that point in my life and I really thought that that was the be all and end all that's a, an amazing realization to have and this map can guide us but it's never a it should never become a way for you to, to fool yourself and be become a, a way for you to make yourself feel superior to other people and to put yourself on a pedestal and to close the the mechanisms of feedback from other people because maybe they're not embodying a higher as high a stage as you are yeah that that doesn't mean anything it's life is much more there's much more to life than spiral dynamics and these levels and again it's not you don't step from one to the other you don't just leave behind earlier levels you're constantly moving and yeah you want to <coughs> you want to improve your center of gravity but you also want to integrate and anticipate and yeah don't take these stages too seriously i like to think of it as it's like a general direction that we're moving in and I'm sort of integrating everything as I go and I'm trying to push into new territory, become a better person, become more aware, transcend all my limiting aspects, transcend my sense of identity. But I realise that as soon as I start saying, oh, I'm turquoise, I'm yellow, that's a, it's a distraction. I mean, it's, and you could look back in a few years and realise that that wasn't the case and you're really just kidding yourself. So yeah that's the solution for me is to focus where you need integration especially if you're yeah you're making a whole identity out of like being stage L and putting stage L on a pedestal or turquoise or whatever and also look for earlier levels within yourself just to ground yourself you know and keep yourself humble because <laughs> while you might embody higher levels pretty well you could easily be repressing the earlier ones and not be taking the lessons you're not seeing all the possibilities there and you're just you're trying to run up this staircase uh, and you've not even like jumped over the first you've not even made up the first few steps properly you've still got some work to do there so yeah those are the five traps if you're new here come and say hello in the comments section let me know which of these traps you've struggled with most I mean I'm sure that one in five are probably going to hit home with many people but there could be other ones and it'd be really fascinating to hear your story because i'm constantly using this theory to, to help me in my own personal growth and yeah it really helps to to hear from others who also have a passion for spiral dynamics and who are battling with these issues themselves make sure to subscribe for the latest content and do come out and do come and check out my articles on spiral dynamics i would really recommend you do that at www.thegreatupdraft.com thank you and i'll see you next time